This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, and of course, athletes in the struggle. Y'all to make a little. Y'all, y'all, y'all. Some get a little, and some get none. Shit, I was part of the some get none. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome. Another episode, another episode of Sports Talk. Let's do it. We're going to be talking about the wild, wild card, super wild card weekend, as they would be calling it these days. We're talking about that. There were some interesting results from this weekend. Uh, for those who know me very well, you know who, what, I, what, what, which result made me the most happiest. But we're going to go down the line. Each game from Saturday to Monday, <clears throat> uh, we actually had two games each day. Fortunately for all football fans, we were able, we were blessed with the opportunity to see two Monday games on MLK Day. Um, but nonetheless, uh, for those of you who are now getting hit to the podcast, uh, do me a favor and smash the bell. Give me a thumbs up if you like the episode. Um, and for those of you who are listening, the audio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever podcast streaming that you use for a platform to listen to, subscribe. Let me know. Let me know how you feel about the episode, about my podcast in general. I'm I'm down for all types of uh, feedback in general, but <clears throat> not to get too carried away. Of course. We had six games going on this past weekend. We're recording on a Tuesday. Um, they may have not been the most eventful to the the standard basic fan that just likes high flying and a lot of you know close games and whatnot. But the one thing I could tell you about the wild card week, you can tell a lot about a team from that particular week itself about the preparation from their coaching staff, from the preparation of the players, whether or not the injuries play um, are really catching up to the team or whether or not they were just not ready for this moment. Um, and we come to find out about a lot of these teams this weekend, starting with uh, the early game on Saturday. It was C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans beating the Cleveland Browns 45-14 to 14. after two consecutive Flacco pick sixes. The game was O-V-E-R. There was no contest whatsoever. Uh, C.J. Stroud, damn near perfect in his first official professional football playoff game. Um, the, Cinderella, the Cinderella story of Joe Flacco ended right then and there, folks. Whether or not he's going to be a freaking backup somewhere, who knows? But it was a valiant effort by him, a valiant effort by the Browns with what they had left. Um, they came in, they were super banged up. But let's keep in mind, most teams are coming into the playoffs banged up. We can't assume, we can't assume that, um, you know, there's no, there's a, a, a major advantage on one side over the other. Now, would have would the Browns have won with Deshaun Watson? Who knows? We don't know that. But then again, you know, Houston didn't have a few people as well. They're young teams. A majority of their team was had no playoff experience. 
Cleveland at least had a few people from that Cleveland team from 2020 that went to the playoffs. Um, Kevin Stavansky, who was uh, probably going to win coach of the year, lost to who I believe should win coach of the year, D'Amico Ryans. Whether or not he got out coach, I couldn't say that. The talent level was much more better in Houston, in my personal opinion. After every game, I'm going to go over, I'm going to talk about what I believe, the few things I believe these teams that lost need to, to finally get over the hump in the next season or continue to be successful teams. And obviously, after I go over all these games, I'm just going to do a quick recap of who's going to be playing whom and what. I'm just going to give my, I'm just going to say that. No predictions till the end of the week. We're going to wait till towards the end of the week. Listen, we're not getting carried away. But um, <clears throat> as far as the Browns go, they just need to get healthy. Number one, get Deshaun healthy. Get Deshaun incorporated into this offense. Make this offense predicated to how you did it for Flacco. Do it the same for Deshaun. Um, you can say what you want about him. Obviously, he's not live, he's, he's never going to live up to that contract. Most quarterbacks don't live up to their contracts whatsoever. You have no choice but to pay these quarterbacks. It's very rare to see a quarterback go into free agency, and when they do, they tend to play well for the most part. And you don't, you just don't want to, you just don't want a Miami situation when they let Drew Brees go to New Orleans. You don't want that happening. You don't want to be that team that you know Tom Brady said, "Oh, you 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 choose that fucking guy over me." Like, you don't want to be that team. You don't want to be that team. You want to have full control of where that quarterback goes after you, um, after they've played for your for your team. So, um, nonetheless, Deshaun come back, he needs to come back healthy. Um, they needed to be healthy in general as a team. Um, you know, they didn't have Nick Chubb for majority the all all throughout the whole season. Um, as good as good of a season Cooper had. He's a banged-up player as it is. They don't have a really tr- a true second receiver that you could say forces the uh, the defense to focus on them over Cooper. And Joku played phenomenal. Um, probably the most impressive um, out um, you know breakout season so far this year that I've noticed. Um, their defense is going to be better, but they <laughs> their defense really got owned by Houston. They really got owned in the in the worst time possible. Um, so, yeah. Another thing, I think they keep keep Joe Flacco back and keep him as the backup. Although that may not be the best idea in retrospect, only because that will just lead to unneeded, stupid quarterback controversy that I don't believe should even be a in question whatsoever <laughs> uh you're paying deshaun a lot of money man you gotta you gotta stick to him or do what you did to do what denver did to russell wilson there's, there's two there's only two options here and i don't think i think that ship has sailed already um but yeah i think the health of the browns is a big key um it was already impressive enough they won 11 games in that division that's a tough division to win 11 games in um so shout out to the browns houston is moving on they will be playing the Baltimore Ravens, a rematch of week one where the Ravens um, gave them a, a bit of a shellacking, although the game was much closer than what you see in the scoreboard. 
Uh, was week one, so we're getting rookie Deshaun Watson. I mean, excuse me, CJ Stroud. Um, right, right off of uh, preseason, and God knows he <clears throat> he probably this the moment was too big for him, and they were in Baltimore. Who knows? It might be a duplicate again because Baltimore wasn't even Baltimore then either. Offense then they were trying to figure out their defense, um, and. Lamar wasn't the MVP that we know that he is going to be right now. So I'm not going to get into predictions, but that's going to be a great matchup. We're getting a lot of revenge scenarios coming up this weekend. Going on to the next game, we had the Chiefs who hosted and beat the Miami Dolphins 26-7. The game was much closer at one point, but it was just too much Chiefs, too much cold weather. Miami was not going to make it through on that game whatsoever. It was going to be tough for them to win. Tough for any any team to win in those type of in that type of weather. I couldn't imagine being out there in what feels like negative four degrees, where water's freezing instantly. Type of deal. Like that's wild to me. Um, <clears throat> in the beginning, it didn't look promising for either team. But Mahomes just knows how to – he's just a gamer, man. He's just a baller. Doesn't matter what kind of situation. He could have a stumped a – stump, his toe being stomped on or his ankle twisted, a kneecap to the left or the right side of his leg, cold weather, hot weather, dome, outdoors. The kid is just a phenomenal quarterback. One of the, he's probably – a lot of y'all going to regret being a hater. He is going to come go down as one of the greatest that ever did in that position. He may not beat a lot of Brady's records. Um, I don't think that's the goal is to break a bunch of records. Now, if you do it, that's a great individual accomplishment. But the goal is winning as a teammate, uh, winning as a team for one. And then if those personal accolades come along, then great. But, um, but yeah, as far as Miami goes, they need to – Going to the offseason looking to be a tougher team. Uh, that's one thing I want to mention with them. They need to be a tougher team. Um, defensively, they were so banged up. I don't I don't know, even know how they even stuck around in this game as long as they did because they didn't the, – the score was obviously much lower than that. It became 26-7 eventually. Um, but, yeah, uh, as far as Tua goes, like, you know, people are going to make their comments. They're going to say what they have to say. He, is, I think, in my personal opinion, he's still a court, uh, NFL quarterback. He may not be your type of NFL quarterback where he doesn't have, like, the Josh Allen arm or the Mahomes arm. He doesn't have the the um, escapability as Lamar Jackson does. Um, he may not have the, the body of an Anthony Richardson. He may not have all these things. Uh, it, it, you know what? It is what it is. Like I just mentioned earlier, the hardest thing to do out here is let a quarterback go in free agency. I would listen. He, he to be honest with me, to, to be honest with y'all, he reminds me of Drew Brees about like the body size and how he does, how he his mechanics and all that other stuff. But Drew Brees played in the era of time where you know it just he he it, it was just different. Because he, they were so high tempo over there in, in New Orleans, and he had, you know, big receivers, 
great offensive lines. He was durable. He was just he was his accuracy was so pinpoint. Didn't really matter how much of a duck that he had out there. So for Tua, it just comes down to he just has to figure out a way to open up his arsenal a little bit more. Um, obviously, he's not going to be a downfield thrower, but he makes it work. He makes it happen. I'm not going to be out on him, but I don't think he should be paid as much as, you know, Mahomes and Allen and then uh, he will be always considered a pro bowler because of that type of offense he's been in for the last few years. So it is what it is. It's hard to come up, come out, come come about. And I'm going to, I'm going to make a comparison to all, uh, for all these quarterbacks to someone in the NFL right now, based on what I've been seeing. But anyways, going on to Sunday, 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 my boys, my boys, my boys, they did it, they did it, they did it. They fucking shocked all of Texas that's not in Houston. <laughs> they beat them Cowboys in embarrassing fashion. The scoreboard doesn't even do it justice. That was a shellacking. They were beaten by like three fucking scores easily. Um, it was 27 to seven at the halftime after a pick six thrown by, by Dak Prescott. Impressive win by the Packers coach. The coaching advantage was on the Packers side. Surprisingly, um, Joe Barry's been dialing up some shit. I don't know how it's happening. They're just blitzing a lot. They're being more aggressive and it's easy to go get more aggressive when you have one of your better defensive players out there Jair Alexander making setting the tone and getting an interception the second second uh, offensive drive for Dallas um it's it was impressive I was impressed I was as you may already know I was already too lit no matter I didn't matter who was talking to me and I was talking my shit I was talking my shit I talked my shit about Dallas I'm not one of those that really hate the Cowboys I don't hate them um I don't find them appealing i would never i would hate to be a cowboys fan you know it's, and not, not not to say when i was a kid i wasn't rooting for the cowboys obviously like they were like the lakers of the nfl uh or the celtics of the nfl or you name the yankees of the nfl they were the the, the who's who's and the what's what's they they wanted to have, they have the most iconic logo and that's why people get so frustrated about them being called america's team like uh <clears throat> When people talk about football, they talk about them mostly. And I hate it. I don't like media going all over all over their heads about talking about the Dallas Cowboys day in, day out. What will happen? What who Jerry Jones, Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, nah, nah, like it's it's frustrating because nobody's giving credit to the Packers. The Packers beat them. They didn't the, the Dallas Cowboys didn't beat themselves. The Packers whooped that ass in Jerry's world. <laughs> and it would be sweet, sweet, sweet to see how that goes down if Mike McCarthy ends up getting fired. I don't like to see people getting fired. I'm just saying it's it's kind of already written at this point. So shout out to my Packers. Impressive win. Jordan Love looks like a fucking superstar out there. Like, Jesus Christ. 
I did not expect this at all, y'all. I really did expect he was going to be just middle of the road, like, you know, good enough for as like coming out there looking like a pure rookie, a rookie out there. And he looks like he's been in the league for about five years. <laughs> and there's been some quarterbacks who've been in the league much longer than him and who has, have yet to have this, this type of success this early in the career. So, Shout out to the to, to the Packers, the Cowboys. For a few things they're gonna need to do. I don't know if getting a new coach like a Bill Belichick, which is being rumored, is gonna be the the, the answer. For me, I think the same thing that happened in New England. I think you gotta give up like Jerry Jones gotta give up that seat of making those decisions for the team. Um they need to get the middle of their defense shored up much more um not not the defensive line but they need a linebacker who could make plays man like they get they get they get killed in the running game and then we know we we know for sure that tony pollard is not the the solution unless this was just a tough season for him because he had more of a work workload but i don't see him as a solution like they do really they did really miss, miss zeke this season when it came down to it, they need to play some smash mouth football. Like there was no Zeke, and there was no running back that could bail him out. Um, outside of C.D. Lamb and Ferguson, the, the the Cowboys don't have any consistency, and um, and Dak doesn't have that a rapport with any of those other wide receivers. But there was a lot of disconnect in that that game, and that's just kind of what their season was like. And unfortunately, it was their first loss of the season at home and it came in the playoffs. So um, they have a few things they have to address as a team. They might lose Dan Quinn to a coaching job. Who knows? Mike McCarthy may be replaced. Who knows if it's going to be Bill Belichick or somebody else. Jerry Jones is desperate for a championship, man. This is the, the roster is, is built to win. But the question is when the Packers will be going to San Francisco for yet again, Another chance to beat the San Francisco 49ers, which they haven't done in a long, long time, which has been quite frustrating. And I have yet to see them win a playoff game against the 49ers in some years. Um, So hopefully we get ourselves a good game on Saturday night and the Packers seal the deal somehow and just shock the world. And that's that's what I'm here for. Um, I knew the season was going to be fun, but I didn't know it was going to be this fun. Um, I forgot to mention the Chiefs are going to Buffalo. And we'll talk about that more in a bit. Um, next game was probably the most competitive game out of all these ones. Without, you know, you look at the scores, they look like none of these teams ever showed up. The ones that lost. <clears throat> Detroit Lions, they beat the St. Louis, Saint, I was going to say St. Louis Rams. They used to be. They're the Los Angeles Rams. They beat them 24 to 23. Uh, the Lions won by one point. They actually scored zero points in the second half. Um, so I really feel like the Rams shot themselves in the foot in this game. They should have won this game. Uh, missed opportunities. When you when you leave uh, goal-to-goal opportunities with just three points, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a tough, tough situation, especially a, a team that's desperate for – of, of a playoff win they haven't won a playoff game in what 34 years whatever it is 
it's been a long time. I think it was 1991. Um, so it wouldn't be 34 years, but um, yeah, about 34, 33, 40, 33 to 34 years. It's been a while. It's been a couple decades, a few decades since the Lions um, won a playoff game. So <laughs> quite impressive by the Lions. They got the monkey off their back finally. The Jared Goff versus Matthew Stafford debate. To, till it happens for Goff, let's be fair. The Rams won that deal still. The Stafford was brought there to do one thing is get them over the hump to win the championship, and they did. But the future is bright for the Lions. They'll be hosting their second playoff game of this postseason this coming Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, a few things about the Rams. They're a young team. They, they, they actually lost the game the way I thought the Packers would have lost to Dallas. Um, keeping it close, um, making some plays, not scoring touchdowns, getting psyched out away from home. And I think that's what it was. I think they just really, the moment was a little bit too big outside of Puka Nakua. The moment was too big for everybody else. Um, some of their veterans, like Cooper Cup, did not really step up when they needed them the most. Um, or it could have been just that Detroit just played very good on defense. They they stepped up. They found a way to win. Dan Campbell got them to be finally. I feel like they finally, you know, compartmentalized that that Dallas loss, and maybe because they knew Dallas lost anyways, so that probably made them even feel better. And they, they settled in. And, I mean, I would, I would be a little concerned with the Detroit Lions going forward if they – for the simple fact that the second half, they just really struggled to score. Um, and they didn't really move the ball that well either in the second half. Um, kudos to the to the Rams for playing good defense most of that second half. Um, but, yeah, the Rams going to need to – you know, they're going to mature. That's one only one issue I could see. They're a young, young, young team. I would t- I would say keep keep Sam Darnold, uh, Sam, excuse me, um, Aaron Donald. Um, keep Cooper Cup. Obviously, he's on, he's on the contract. Stafford is going to run it back with them. Uh, they may need to consider like drafting their future quarterback. Of course, Sean McVay has signed on for another year. Obviously. Um, he looks like to be excited to see what's going to happen in the future for that team. They have some studs on defense as well, um, so they they got they got a bright future. I don't I don't see any major issues with them where I, I can say that they have some flaws. Um, they just got they they just couldn't score touchdowns in that game, which was the big difference there. So uh, shout out to the Lions, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I expect to see them in the NFC Championship, if anything. But um, we've seen crazier things happen in the NFL playoffs. Um, Sunday, we had the Bills hosting the Steelers, which they won 31-17. That game got moved from Sunday to Monday due to a blizzard that they had for the last couple days over the weekend. Um, But shout-out to the Bills, man. The one thing is for sure, like, even with Josh Allen being a one man band man, um, <laughs> he he's very unselfish. He doesn't. He knows he doesn't need to pass for a bunch of yards for them to win. 
He uses his legs very well. Um, they're running the ball a lot. Um, he got the rest of those guys bought in. Steph Diggs, Shakir, Knox. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kincaid. Like, they got a lot of guys who just ready to ball. They're ready to ball. Like, they, they're taking this. This is like a business. This is a These are business trips right now. Even the ones at home are business trips. They're settling in, man. That run by Josh Allen was boss shit. Feel me? Like, I, like he looks like who Cam Newton, we expected Cam Newton to look like after he won that MVP. Like, just dominating every fucking game with his legs at will, killing them in the air. Like, he, he's just been so impressive, and I'm happy for him. If it's, only, if it's one thing to, to, to say here, you see how Josh Allen's trajectory has gone since he started in the league. If the Bills had gave up on him like most other franchises have, have given up on their young quarterbacks, where would they be now? Where would they be now? So uh, good, good job by McDermott and the GM there. Um, the, them, they just didn't give up on the kid. And he's just been probably the second best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, he turns the ball over, but shit, man. Like, the guy is – he – I think he has more total touchdowns than Lamar Jackson does. He's just so good at playing football, y'all. Like, I was impressed watching him. Um, as I mentioned, the Bills will be hosting the Kansas City Chiefs um next sunday this will be the first time the chiefs will be playing on be playing on the road with patrick mahomes at their as their quarterback and they're going to buffalo and i think this is the rematch number seven and maybe i think this is the third matchup they're having in the playoffs um one of the two um as far as the steelers go uh it was looking like tomlin was gonna you know exit based on the way he left his press conference, but it looks like he's going to be staying for another year with the Steelers. They need to shore up that quarterback position for sure. Um, is he, is Kenny Pickett the answer? Who knows? Is Mason Rudolph the answer? Who fucking knows? They have two decent running backs, but they need to find a way to get George Pickens to be their guy and keep him in the game, keep him focused. Um, defensively, Miss, they missed T.J. Watt a lot in that game. They did. Um, injuries kicked their ass on defense this year. So hopefully, you know, again, another team that just couldn't make it through because of just injuries. But, yeah, congratulations to the Bills. They're moving on to the divisional round. And then we got, last but not least, the Eagles lost to the Buccaneers in devastating fashion, 32-9. to I would be I'd be lying if I had, if I said I did not expect this to happen. I've been speaking well, speaking highly of Mayfield most of the season. He's he was not gonna. I knew he wasn't gonna be any worse than Tom Brady was last year. I knew that they have a lot of talent on that offense, and he has a lot of a lot of grit, a lot of passion, and they have faith in him. And I think that was one of the better signings. And if, if it was up to me, I would make him come back play of the year. Um, just because the way, like, it, it, we should have already knew this. Like, the way, dog, he came into on a Thursday night game after getting signed by the, the Rams last year on a Tuesday. 
came in on Thursday and, and, and won a game for the Rams. You know what I mean? Um, not to say he had a perfect end of the season with Stafford being out for the Rams, but he, he pretty much gave y'all a re- he gave a little highlight of what he could be if you give him what he needs to surround him and, and the expectations lowered on him. So that was an impressive win by the Bucks, but man, the Eagles, man. How's that's such a devastating way to end the season. Not only did they start 10 and 1, they lost the, the six of their last seven. And then they get blown the fuck out on Monday night football in Tampa Bay against the team they beat earlier this season with the like they technically had the better team technically but something is wrong over there is it Sirianni I don't know is it that they lost those two coordinators from last season and it's starting to show itself maybe is like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and question Jalen Hurst as a player or his leadership because I don't know him personally and I from what we've been Hearing and known, he's always been a great teammate. But there is a, dis- a, tr- a true disconnection between him and his players, whatever the case may be. We don't, I don't know, we don't know what the real situation is out there. But it doesn't look good. Um, there's there's rumors rumbling about Sirianni getting fired. I think that would be a big mistake. I don't think he deserves to be fired unless he, there's some crazy shit going on behind the scenes that we don't know of. I think they should keep him, but they need to shore up his his. He needs to shore up his um, his coaching staff. Uh, Matt Patricia came from being a consultant to leading the defense defense, and I thought I think it got worse. I believe the offensive coordinator is named Ben Johnson, who was the off, uh, the quarterback coach the season before. I don't know. The offense was trying to look the same from last year, but it doesn't. And I'll tell you this, folks, like quarterbacks need to come out, come from under the center. When you have a quarterback that is just solely in, you know, shotgun majority of the game, some defense will figure that shit out because <laughs> they know you're not running the ball a lot. And if you are great, maybe it's a maybe it's because you have an RPO or because you're doing a, a read option. But that just doesn't always work. You kind of have to, you know, give some misdirection. Uh, that's another thing. The Philadelphia, outside of uh, the, the brotherly shove or whatever you want to call it, they don't have anything that's going to scare a team off. Like a few A.J. Brown great catches or a few, you know, deep, deep ball catches from Devontae Smith or – big runs from DeAndre Swift. And, but if they don't got the big plays, they're kind of like a, a boring team. They can't make, they can't advance the ball. They can't take, they, they don't, they're not willing to take the little, the, 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 the shorter, the shorter like opportunities, like running the ball. Like you, if you're going to, if you're going to be a successful team, you have to have some balance. Like they're not that type of team to be throwing the ball 30, 40 times a game. I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say I'm disappointed. I just don't understand what's going on over there. Something is wrong in Philadelphia. But like I mentioned, the Buccaneers are going to go to Detroit 
They're playing the Rams, uh, the Lions. Damn, my bad. Uh, I'm looking at this, the the scorecard and I see Rams the first thing, but they playing the Lions. Um, again, they're playing the Lions on Sunday, so is, and the Bills are playing the, the Chiefs on Sunday. And then the Packers are playing um, the San Francisco 49ers on Saturday, and the Texans will be going to Baltimore on Saturday as well. So those were the games. Uh, let me know how y'all felt about how these games went. Um, also, I wanted to leave y'all with this. This era of that quarterback is really showing itself right now. I'm now realizing the, 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 the NFL is, has more Kirk Cousins types than they do a Mahomes type. You could clearly bridge the. You could clearly like create a bridge of and gap that whole shit off. You you know you have your Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Lamar, Patrick Mahomes. I guess you could say Herbert as your quote unquote elite quarterbacks, but everybody else is a Kirk Cousins. Dak Prescott is more of a Kirk Cousins than than we knew. We didn't expect that. Geno Smith is a Kirk Cousins. Gerard, J- Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins. Matthew Stafford, he's like a Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I'm using Kirk Cousins as an example because Kirk Cousins could kill it in a regular season. He'll put up crazy numbers. But then when he goes to the playoffs or plays big-time games, he shits himself. He, he's a turnover king. Or, you know what I'm saying, there's... And he always has the weapons. He had a Dalvin Cook. He had a Stephon Diggs. I, I, did he have Stephon Diggs? I believe he did for one season or so. Uh, Jetta. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's had pretty good weapons. Hawkinson, like, and he never could ever get over the hump. And he, yeah, it's a good excuse to say, oh, well, he never had the defenses. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm not trying to hear a lot of those excuses. The, the league is a lot of Kirk Cousins. Let's be honest. Like, we know this now. We're seeing it. People get impressed by the littlest, stupidest things, and then they see they get shocked when they see these these blunders. No. I'm, you know, no disrespect to Dak, Dak Prescott. He had a great regular season. He looked great. But when it came down to it, he went back to his old ways. It's not good. Most of the league doesn't have good quarterback play. We know this now. We see it. Or maybe just better defense now. Who knows? But all I have to say is there's more Cup Cousins in this league than we knew. But anyways, thank you for, thank you for all for listening to my podcast. I'm a little tired. I was trying to battle through this shit the best I could. Um, but I appreciate y'all for listening and t- tuning into the pod. But till next time, I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all later for predictions later this week. All right. Uh-huh. Yeah. This goes to all my hustlers, entertainers, uh-huh. and of course, yeah. athletes in the struggle. Y'all, make a little yeah, y'all, 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 some get a little, some get none. Shit. I was part of the sum, get none, but